Minecraft player with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of HearthCast by calling 321-558-7637, emailing contribute at hearthcast.com, following HearthCast on Twitter, or texting the show at 772-672-7423. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 50 of HearthCast.com, a podcast. 50. 50. Yeah, five zero. That's half a hundred. Yeah, you need to make a bigger deal about that. Welcome well, to episode 50 <laughs> of HearthCast.com, the podcast for the average World of Warcraft player. Uh, <laughs> I know we don't interrupt you. That's your job. Recorded for you here at the Excellence of Podcast Studios on November 12, 2010 with your host, Root. And this is Freckleface. In this episode, we're going to look at how far we've come. We're going to take a look back all the way to Vanilla WoW. Yeah. And see how we've changed as players, as people, and everything else. Cool. We're also going to cover your email questions and comments. Root's going to give you his auction house tip. He's going to give you give you a psychological advantage. Yeah. Over your competition. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Um, we're also going to do, apparently, a new segment called Top X Countdown. I put X in there because I didn't want to commit to a number. Like, top So five, the top ten, whatever yeah. countdown. And we're going to do Looking for Fail. Cool. Would like to give a quick shout out to our main sponsors of the show, Taverncraft. We put up some new pictures of uh, Freckleface modeling the Taverncraft Stein. Put those up on our Facebook page, so go check that out. As well as some other sh- uh, shots from the episode tonight, episode 50. Also, swagdog.com. I'm decked out in my swag dog hearthcast shirt. It's kind of fun. And of course, uh, Next Intelligence for making the Excellence in Podcast Studios possible for everybody to listen to our podcast from. Also, like to say hello to our guildmates over on Alf on, uh, on Whisper Wind. I'm sure they miss me. Did they miss me? No. <laughs> Didn't even know I exist. You're in the guild, aren't you? Yeah. Grom misses you. Oh, hi, Grom. At least somebody misses me. Uh, our friends and fans over on our Facebook page. That's coming along. We should have done that a long time ago. Now, like, that's coming along kind of cool. Yeah. So I like it. I'm a fan. Well, yeah. Except <laughs> we, I keep forgetting it's not fans anymore. They did that for such a long time, and they changed it to likes. Oh, is that what it is now? Yeah, you like something. Well, and apparently you look the way you sound. Exactly. And apparently I don't, which is kind of scary. But I don't know how much of it is the fact that we have said in the podcast that I look like my character, who is redhead, because I'm a redhead. I don't know how you look like a redhead. And that's my most distinguishing feature. It is? Isn't it? Second most. What's the first one? That you have no soul. That's what I say about gingers, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Never thought I heard that from you. Wow. Huh? Stab me in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard that. I saw a shirt that said that once. You know, I'm not liking this new anti-redhead movement. Oh, you're not? Oh, no. I'm no? So, I think it's racist. Racist. No, I mean, there, there are actual children who have suffered violence. Really? And hatred because people are picking on genders now. Because they're jealous. I guess, but it's, what it is. it's you're picking on somebody for genetics. It's the same as racism. Geneticism. Yeah. It's geneticism. It's an extra chromosome that you got. Doesn't that give you Down syndrome? Yeah, but it does make you a vampire. I think you're talking about the recessive gene. It's not an extra chromosome, <laughs> you're though. Right. You're right. Science lesson 101 for root here, I guess. Um, hey, say hello to all of our friends over on Twitterverse. We got a shout out a couple days ago uh, from from Sayamara Vici. Says she was driving her, her, her while driving. She said and she was listening to our show and enjoying us as much as the news. So, I guess we rank right up there with news and reviews. So whatever. So we like to say hello to all the people in Twitterverse since I'm starting to follow that more now. You know, because. 
I am. And a special hello to Ani over at 7-Eleven. What is it with you and people at 7-Eleven? It's the same person. Oh, really? Yeah. she's. She asked me how how world... She remembered me, so I wasn't wearing my uh, my Hearthcast shirt. I was just wearing a regular shirt because I don't always wear WoW gear. Didn't you tell me at some point that you started talking to someone at 7-Eleven and they said, oh, I listened to this podcast that was podcast. a long time ago yes. and that was right when we had first started so it's yeah. just completely crazy yes wasn't that at 7-eleven too it was yeah. over in celebration i don't look at people want to go to 7-eleven well i don't know i talk to anybody you know me i don't i don't know and then people You're always ask me for directions yeah that's another thing it doesn't matter where you are <laughs> Isn't that weird? you look like you know where to go <laughs> come and say, excuse me i mean what this is yeah, I've, I've personally seen it happen about three times. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's the craziest weird. thing. People think I know where I'm at. Yeah. If they only knew that I can't drive, I mean, horrible. You directions. should just start giving people fake directions. But you can't. That's not who you <laughs> are. Not who I am. You always get, and so you always answer so helpfully and so enthusiastic. Oh, yeah, you just go down here to that. And it's, you're so helpful, like you're being paid to do it. Wow. That's kind of hilarious. Maybe there's some internet site I don't know about that has my picture on it that says, ask this guy for directions. Yeah. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> so, so, hey, Freckleface, what's going on with you this week in the world of Warcraft? I actually did something I've never <laughs> done before. <laughs> so far, you two up on me is what's up. <laughs> uh, well, the guild, I believe it was on Monday night, decided to run the Black Temple. Okay. Which is where Ilden Stormrage is. And what was supposed to have been the like the end content for the Burning Crusade expansion before the Sunwell Plateau came out. Was that Black Temple? Yeah. Okay. Um so we did I, down pre- him. I said that like I knew what I was talking about. Burley's in the notes. Yeah, I know. Like, go ahead. I know. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. It's it still took about two hours from start to finish and that I actually scanned the auction house and did all that while I was waiting for the group to form, so that was oh pretty my cool. Gosh. <laughs> um did it take that long? Yeah, from uh, the start of it till they got everyone together, you know. Now you, see, you mean two hours to run the instance or two hours to get everybody together to go to the instance and then down the boss? No, the time to get everyone together was about the time it took me to scan the auction house. 20 minutes or so? Yeah. Okay. And I think from start to finish, maybe from the time we, from the time I was in the raid, the time I was done was about two hours. I don't miss those dungeons. That's when, like, I don't know, I think Blizzard thought that in order for you to have a immersive experience, that you had to have a lengthy experience. Yeah, possibly. So I'm so glad we're not doing that anymore. And the guild was going, was doing ICC-10 the next night, and they said, oh, come come kill the Lich King, come get your title, and I haven't done that yet. So I was very tempted by basing on, okay, the night before, it took at least two hours to do a level 70 raid, and I was thinking... You know, I really don't have the patience for that. Even though as cool as it would be, and I do want that, it's like, okay, this moment, I'm not going to get into the raid and get all excited, and then after three hours... Be all pooped out about be it. Be tired, and yeah. I want to go to bed. Because I know that happened. It does. Yeah, and last week I had mentioned I was trying to get the Tripping the Rifts achievement. Yeah. Which at this phase, what it involves is camping different spots. Okay. And waiting for something to spawn. And these things that spawn... They're there for 10 minutes, unless someone kills them. Like once, after the 10 minutes are over, or they get killed, then it's an hour in between. Wow. So you're looking at, all right, even if I go in a circle between three different spots in Grizzly Hills, which is what I was doing, you know, you hit a spot, and it could be an hour before something shows up. You never know. You need, do you have the uh, Silver Dragon hat on? Yes, I do. All right, because like I say, you could be hunting rares, and you can get another title while you're waiting. Yeah, that sounds really boring. Well. I'm just saying. Anyways, but I was reading Wowhead, and apparently the next phase that's going to be coming, when the elementals will actually start attacking the city, what you do there will count toward the same achievement. Oh, so, so you can just wait on it and get... Yeah, so uh, I'm kind of thinking, I'm, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going to wait on I don't want to get on WoW to do something that is so tedious and so boring as sitting around waiting on stuff to spawn. I just... I don't have the patience for that right now. I got you. I got you. That's when you you listen to other podcasts while you're playing the game, running around, listening to podcasts. Yeah, I do that, but... I know. You don't? Techno music and stuff. Well, 
Who knows? So what's been going on with you, Root? Anything? Well, Earl's visiting. Who the heck is Earl? You don't know who Earl is? No. Really? Really. So the show notes confused you? Yeah. Uh, Earl. I-R-L. Earl. Oh. Uh, yeah, I wrote the name Earl in the notes. I thought you were naming your headache. No, I'm not naming my headaches. Okay. That would be a funny name for my headache, though. Yeah. But it's my dad's middle name, so... <laughs> it wouldn't be good to name it that. It's kind of like how women, some women name their periods. Uh, TMI? No, I know. <laughs> I feel like Uncle Earl's in it's town. Just, it's, it's, uh... <laughs> no. All right. Should, so... we, should we bring the listeners up to date a little bit on that headache comment? Or sure. Just... All right. Well, oh, you mentioned it on have I? Facebook. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I have mentioned it on Facebook. Might I... as well tell people what's going on with um, your head. Yeah, I've been dealing with, uh, for what, a couple months now? Oh, yeah. Um, Two, three months. Some pretty severe, long-lasting headaches, like like really bad. And I, I didn't think they were migraines or anything, but as it turns out, they are. And it's horrible because after going through MRIs, MRAs, getting poked and prodded, going to ENTs, all these doctors trying to do whatever they want to do, uh, finally ended up, ending up with the, one of the coolest neurologists I've ever been to. And by cool, I mean he's like old-timey doctor. Like, he comes out to the waiting room, he gets you, and he has one office, and that's it. One room, it's his office. So it's not like you are in a small room where the doctor spends 10 minutes with you and is gone. No, I was in his office for over an hour when he'd like, doing all this stuff. But uh, it's the crummiest name for what I have. It's crummy. What's that? Persistent daily headaches. As if I didn't know I had that. Yeah. I remember reading that. I was like, wait. So the diagnosis for your <laughs> chronic headaches is that you have chronic headaches. Yes, that is correct. What sense does that make? Yeah, exactly. Uh. Um, and then some kind of recurring crazy migraine thing going on. Um, but it's kind of cool because this doctor, re- he got all the, all the med. I was on like five different medicines at the same time for this stuff. And he got me all straightened out on the medicines. And he was like, hey, look, I know why your, your primary care physician prescribed these, but he doesn't know what he's doing. So let's. That's kinda, never comforting. Either. Yeah, I was a little scared about that. It's like, maybe it's time to change. But uh, he got me all squared away. So literally, I guess it's probably my first week that I haven't had the headache. So. Oh, that's great. It's very great. And so I, I do want to mention it's not just you being in pain. It's that you've been, you've been a little scatterbrained and just. Very scatterbrained. And I, I don't mean that to be mean. I know it's you just don't. you're. Whatever you're doing, you're not quite there. Well, thank you. <laughs> I know what you mean. Though. You know what I mean. I do know you're, what you you've mean. You've been yeah. telling me that. He's like, I've been forgetting things. I've been horrible. Been making mistakes it's, and, it, and doing things that are very uncharacteristic of myself. Right. It's been yeah. It's been interesting. Yeah. It's crazy how the mind works. So, um, but other than that, he's had a lot of a lot of crazy stuff going on. Just life, life. Like you know, my son in a soccer tournament. Uh, working late. You know me. I work too much. I gotta, I gotta stop that. <laughs> Even after your doctor told you. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Um, Suffering so much. Yeah, and then so last night I'm like, all right, I'm playing because my oh my son, you know the the really cool kid that he is, got accepted into this like really intense pre college program. Really. So I was at a school last night, and so I didn't get home until last night until like six. So I'm like, you know what? We don't have soccer practice. I'm playing wow. And I'm like, that's it. I, you know, I told my son on the way home. I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do when I get home? He's like, what? It's like, I'm playing wow. He's like, all right, cool. So I get home, set up my laptop. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I can't find my iPod. <laughs> I, I looked all over my iPod. I found it. Where was it? In my computer bag. Hmm. I searched my computer bag, though. It's just I have too many pockets in the computer bag. Yeah, I've done that. So by then, you know what? I was just I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to bed. So After all that, you didn't after play? After all that, uh, I didn't play. I'm disappointed. I know. But yeah. I had other things to do. My son had a science project that was due today. That's his problem. Yeah, spoken like someone who doesn't have kids yet. You know what? When I grew up, my parents never helped me with my homework. Uh, I want to talk to your dad because I helped your dad. I helped your dad with his doctorate thesis. Well, yeah, but that's his homework. No, when I when I was a kid, I made A's and B's. I didn't need help. I didn't ask for it. I didn't oh, want it. Yeah. And it wasn't until eleventh grade when I took AP history, and it was just over my head. And they made a couple of D's that they started kind of getting into that. And it would be to the point where at middle school, you know, when progress reports came out, reports could came out, everyone talking about, oh, man, you know, I'm going to get in so much trouble or my parents are going to be so proud of me. 
my parents never even looked at that stuff. Oh wow. They didn't they weren't even aware of what was going on because I was just self sufficient. So yeah, I, I say that more kind of based on my experience and and yeah, anything I say on parenting, you know, have to just ignore it because I have zero experience. I just like to make judgments. Well, you also have to remember people. what Mrs. Root does. She's a teacher. Oh, true. So, yeah, so she's all about the parental involvement. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. Don't get me no, wrong. It's not. So, so I spent last night finishing up, uh, helping my son put together like the poster boards and we had to go get some stuff printed and stuff. So he did a really cool project on, um, the trajectory of a soccer ball based on the impact point. And the rotation. It's oh, really, that's neat. Yeah. So he needs to do that for a pool, then he can learn to make some money. Hey, now there's an yeah. idea. There's an idea for you. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Um, before we get an email, because we do have some emails, but you remember the red shirt guy that yes. you told me about who oh, yeah. asked Blizzard the question? Oh, yeah. Um, this is up on our, on our Facebook page. But it's the song. They made a song out of what he said. They did, auto, they did a remix. They did. And we're going to play it, for those of you who haven't heard it yet. And it's really cool. And, um, it's, you know, it's just one of those things that they, they did a really good job on. I'm really, I'm really happy with. So, um, without further ado... can have your email read and answered by the HearthCast crew by emailing your questions, comments, shout-outs, or greetings to contribute at HearthCast.com. Straight from the remix, auto-tune in to email. How about that? Anyhow, we do have some emails today. Uh, we get one here from our, our buddy Safety One, who's no longer Safety Net or Dance. But anyhow, Safety One over there on a Blackwater Raider, she said, here's a couple show ideas for you. He's got some show ideas that we can do. We need that right now. We do. Sometimes. Says professions you'd like to see in WoW. So that's like stuff we could we could like brainstorm on stuff that they don't have in WoW like we'd like to see. That'd be fun. So like off the top of my head, I'm you know, I want the banker profession. That's what I want. You know that. Yeah, we so. talked about that. Um he also says number two, all about talents, which I think we did a long time ago, one of our first episodes. Of course, a lot of stuff has changed since then. It's true. That's true. But we do like the symbiotic relationships with talents and specs or something. No, that was with professions. With professions. Yeah. Oh, this is all about talents. That's my confusion. My bad. And then the best two professions to have. What that's, you know, that's going to be, depends what you want to do. But those are really good suggestions. Professions you'd like to see in well, all about talents and the two best 
professions to have. So it says peace out and toot toot. So thanks. Does, he's honking the horn just so well, you know. I know, and apparently he's only to you. It's not to me because there's two of them. Oh, yeah, I get two of them. <laughs> yeah. So he's only saying bye to you now. I think you're on a first name, you're on a half first name basis with him. That's right. He just calls you Freck. And then he doesn't even talk to me anymore. <laughs> but I like that. We we may we may tackle one or two of those. Maybe even all of them. Never know. And then our second email here is from the mighty Grom. Just can't stay away from us, can he? Nope. <laughs> we have some questions for us to ponder. And some of these are really cool that we can probably devote an entire episode to some of these. Uh, but we'll go over these real quick that he's got. He says, number one, how much is it okay to retaliate for unethical play? So if somebody is doing something unethical to you in the game, are you allowed to be unethical back to them? How about number two question here is, is it okay to swipe a node? So if you see somebody from your own faction who's like mining a node or about to or trying to get down, you know, flying down, would you race down there to them and try to beat them to the node? Or whatever resource it might be. Like you're herbalist, right? Don't you have an herbalist? I have all of them. All right. So if you saw someone who's a, who was running around looking for herbs and you saw, I don't know, some herb you're trying to get, would you run up and try to get it before them? Are you asking me to answer or are you asking me to ponder? I'm asking you to answer. Answer right now? Right now. Own faction. Own faction. Oh, yes. I would race them. Now... If I choose not to, it's because I'm being nice. Okay. I mean, whoever gets there first gets there first. But if you see someone who flies down there and then they get attacked by a mob, so they're fighting the mob okay. so they can get Bring the out. node. Yeah. Um, you know, sure, you can get it. Um, I don't think there's anything unethical about that because technically you did get there first. But, you know, it's just it's better to not. I've had someone do that to me. Yeah. I've had, I've had someone do that to me plenty of times. I mean, I don't think you have any claim over nodes. It's, it would, whenever it is, it's first, first come, first serve, right? So what difference does it make if there's someone around the area or not? Maybe they could have, it'd be interesting if you were automatically flagged PVP. Mm. <laughs> Own faction PVP. <laughs> <laughs> you fight from, the, now, what if it's the opposite faction? I think if it's the opposite faction, you have a duty to try to steal the node. Well, opposite faction just makes it more satisfying because they can't Absolutely. curse you out. They can just make gestures at you, <laughs> rude. which is really funny. <laughs> slash rude, yeah, whatever. Slash wine. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, no, I mean, it, well, especially if it's a PvP server, then you fight for it. Fight for that. I've bought many a horde for nodes. Oh yeah. So, and the last question, which I think is a really good one, we're just going to skim over here. What is the true cost of the ninja? So, if somebody ninjas something from you, what? What is the true cost? That's a deep pondering question. Or so, even not just from you, you could take that. What is the true cost of ninjas in general? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody ground form Whisperwind and in the Elf Guild, one of our own guildmates. Thank you for those wonderful suggestions. You know what we may have to do? What? We may have to another round table with him, bring him back and ask him. After we've pondered? After we've Because I do need time to ponder these. Yeah, some of those are difficult. I mean, they're deep questions. I really don't like just the off the fly of my head. See to my pants. I don't like it off the top of my head. <laughs> Easy for you to say. So, Grom, if you're listening, be prepared for me to start bothering you on Skype and stuff to tell you to come back for another episode of Hearthcast.com. Yeah. Controversial. Thought-provoking. Game-changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. So I kind of thought for our main content this week that we would look back at the game and how we've played and how we've changed maybe our playing style. We're really going to look at this not just through, you know, like I've only really played a Warlock, but I don't want to talk about, you know, gee, I played my Warlock and that's it. I kind of want to look at overall in the gameplay of the entire game. And so, um, for instance, you know, just going down here, like I didn't use add-ons at first when I started playing. And my rationale for that was that 
you know, I thought if Blizzard wanted it in the game, then Blizzard would put it in the game. And I kind of thought that a lot of the add-ons were uh, kind of like WoW for dummies, you know? This made it too easy, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. So that was, was my opinion back then. Um, I also didn't use macros primarily because I really didn't understand them uh, until I took the time to actually learn and, uh, you know, learn some uh, Lua, L-U-A, which is the, uh, the language that they use. Anyhow, um, but I just didn't use any. I also, I really wasn't even in a guild. I know it's not a big deal. I wasn't in a guild until I was level 40, which, I mean, I know some people are in a guild earlier than that. I mean, there's some newbie guilds and whatnot, um, but I wasn't in one. I just, you know, I did a lot of soloing. And it wasn't until uh, I was doing a quest in the wetlands where you had to go on a ship and kill a captain. It was underwater. I think he had to kill his ghost or something. But I got with some guild, and they were doing a guild run, and I was like the odd man out. And so um, they invited me into the guild after that. And I was like, um, okay. So it was pretty cool. And so I said, yeah, that's, I'm being a guild. That's cool. And then we started doing a lot of guild stuff. And I thought that was neat because I kind of missed out on that. I didn't realize what I was missing out on then. Now, what I used to do is go, I would go like the wetlands. was, was classic for me. I spent so much time there. And I would go there, run to the wetlands, or come out of the, the inn and run to the wetlands. And I would start posting in general. And I would say level like 38 or 40, whatever I was at the time, uh, level 38, warlock, LFG, and wetlands. And I would just kind of spam that over and over again until I got into a group. And really, to me, it didn't matter what the group was. You didn't specify what quest you're looking for? No, because I didn't quest much. Because um. I really wasn't in a guild. And a lot, you know, I really thought that the quest took more than one person to accomplish, which a lot of them do. And so since I wasn't in a guild, I wasn't really questing. So I would just, you know, pick up a group and we might be on a quest that they're doing and I'm just over there killing stuff and raking in XP. And so I was really, you know, back in, I just, I, you know, played my character wrong and had my, as a warlock, I was, I was actually pet pulling with my warlock where I would send my void walker in. You know, control one, the void walker goes and attacks my target, make him hit him once, and I would control two, which brings my pet back to me. You know, he's he's now he's coming back to me, and and the mob is behind him, so he's dragging my, the mob into my range. And as soon as the mob was in my range, I would then control one again, have my my pet turn around and start attacking again. So I was pet pulling. Is that a bad thing? Not not really, but just you know, okay, it worked for me anyhow. Um. I didn't need, I'm, and this is one of those scenes that's going to be still with me a little bit today, but when I finally got into running quests with people and these good items would drop and people would start rolling on these items, I would, you know, my, my problem is the word need is my problem. And that's crazy, isn't it? Because do I really need? Do I really need it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, it's just like I... I think they should have want and really want. Kind of want and really want is what, you know. No. You're like, I kind of I kind of want that. Or no, I'm, really I'm making fun of you because that episode um, that we did with the Grom when we did the improv oh. and you were playing the guy who needed on the item. <laughs> yeah, sure. It was really funny because you threw your arms up in the air when you said I need it, even though no one was around you. I was getting him a character. I know. But I kept thinking about it afterwards and laughing. I wish I'd called you out on it Should at have. the time. Because I call you out when you do hand gestures all the time. I know. What What did you call me out for? Because I jumped back when oh, yeah, the what, sound was the loud, sound in, my was loud in your headphones and you backed up from the microphone or something. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't. I don't. And I still I love, do have a little bit of a problem with that still. Um, back in the day when I was first started playing, I didn't really understand my class. You know, like I said, I was. Um, Pet pulling and doing other stuff, and not really. The one thing I, I would do, well, actually, after I got in a guild, is I would really try to do my character, or my, sorry, my class specific quests to get my pets and stuff like that. Uh, but that's about it, you know. And then I really wasn't really into the whole class thing, warlock thing. So, and I also really, and I didn't put it on my list, but I was just thinking about it. I also really messed up all my, my talents. I had them all in like one. <laughs> yeah. That's one. what you're supposed to do. No. Huh. Yeah. No, majority of them go in one. But there's several builds you do for warlocks. We're complicated. So you didn't do your build right? Not at all. Okay. 
And the other thing it is, I shied away from real life telling people I played World of Warcraft because it was kind of like some of the people you talk to, they're like, you ever heard of that geek game where all the geeks run around and they live in their grandmother's basement and they just play that World of Warcraft game? And I'm like, uh, no, I never heard of it. <laughs> Can I point out something else that's different with you? Yes. Okay, when we first started playing together, you played all the time. I mean, not all the time, but you were working... Mostly just working on your own business. Right. So, like, your day was pretty much get up, put on a polo shirt, okay, then go to my office. Right. Which was next door to my bedroom. Right. So, it was just different because if whatever reason you got up at 3 a.m. in the morning. Right. Go on WoW. Right. Or you'd be on WoW at 10 in the morning for a little bit and then you go to work. Right. Or I would get up at 3 o'clock and start working and work till, like, 9 and then get on and play. Yeah, and it just seemed like, I mean, back then you were on every day. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And you haven't done that in a long time. You've spent so, (laughs) no, I mean, you spent so long just struggling just to be able to log on in the game. And that's a big difference. Makes me sad. Oh. Breaks my heart. Oh. Don't cry. It's true. Don't cry. But now, this is different, see? This is, that's how it used to be. Except for the whole game thing you just mentioned. If an add-on helps me, I'm using it, and I'm not afraid to try a new one. If I look at something, I go, that looks cool, and I'll use it. And if it messes everything up, then I delete it. And then, of course, end up having to delete my entire W2F field folder. I macro just about everything I can. Man, I, I have so many. I am keyboard-centric, man. I'm using my keyboard, with, and I got macros, click, click, click. Man, I'm just, you name it. I got buttons that do nine things based on shift or controls or anything else. Awesome. Guilds, I wasn't in them before. I like being in an active guild. That's the key word is active. If my guild's not doing stuff, I want it to do stuff. And I'll post stuff in channels saying, I want a guild that does stuff. And you leave for a guild that falls apart <sighs> and you lose a thousand gold and you come back to the same guild that you left. And I got my money back from it. Thank you very much. Okay. He, he actually, because he's still on my... Um, Real ID. Yeah, real ID. Uh huh. And I'm like, where's my gold? And he's like, I'll get it to you. And then the next day, next time I saw him, I'm like, I need my gold because I need it now. And I had him on real ID for like a day. And then I was like, this person's retarded because he uses his. <laughs> he uses his status on real ID to chat with people. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it is always the dumbest stuff. Yeah, it's dumb. And then, um, maybe about a week later, he's like, Oh, I, I could have sworn I had you on my friends list. I'm like, <laughs> he had deleted you. Yeah, deleted you. So yeah, I got my gold back. Is cool. Um, I quest a lot. Like now, I'll be flying around, and if I see a quest that I haven't done, well, I'll go do it. At least I'll go look at it and see what it is. And if it looks like something fun, I'll go do it. Unless it's like, Lord, blah blah blah, wants you to kill fifteen crazy crab men. Why does everyone have a redneck accent tonight? No, <laughs> they just do. And I'm like, I don't want to go kill 15 crazy crab men. So I'll go find another. Like, go get me the sprocket. Oh, I'll go get a sprocket for you. Yeah. I'll do that. That's fine. Um, I still struggle with need. That's a, you know, I still, it's the word. Cause I really don't need it. I mean, what do you need? You don't need it. You really want it. You really like to have it for your character, but your character doesn't need it. It's just a strong word. That's maybe, not how I think of it. Me, I'm alone. <laughs> uh, no, you got to think of it. Okay, well, I will I equip this? If you will, you do need. If you will not, if it's something you're just going to vendor, you're going to put on the auction house, and it's agreed. That's the only difference. Hmm. If you will wear it, you need on it. Unless you're in some like funky raid situation when they say, okay, we're going to roll for primary spec first and then roll for off spec. And in that case, you would equip it, but not unless you're in your off spec. So you're not allowed to roll till the second roll. It happens. I know. I know. I just have to the word name. Yeah, I just need to get over that. I'll, you know, just, I need to get over it. Shock therapy? <laughs> shark therapy. I said shock therapy. <laughs> I like shark therapy better. I don't think you do. <laughs> That'd not be fun. I don't know. Um, I learn as much as I can about my class now as far as, you know, like I'm over on the Warlock's Den site a lot. Reading, you know, the forums, the the class forums. So there's a lot of stuff because we got a cool class and we just went through a big change. So now we have a cooler class and we're going to nerf soon. 
because we're too OP. Because we're, we're lax. And now, man, I wear swagdog.com gear. I wear Jinx gear. So, like, I walk around advertising that I play WoW. And people go, you play WoW? Isn't it that nerd game where people... Where no, they, they don't. They do. They do, really? I, yes. Who? Everybody that, that, you know, who don't... who The people that don't understand what World of Warcraft is automatically assume uh, that it's got a stigma with it. I mean, look what makes media. I mean... What what made what you know biggest piece of news out of BlizzCon, unfortunately for BlizzCon, was not anything about the game. It's the red shirt guy. That kind of like not Yahoo News. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. And and what's he? I mean, he is the stereotypical pimple faced kid. I know. And so, yeah. So that that's the stigma that it comes with. And so people automatically assume that it's a computer nerdy computer game. And while I go, yeah, well, it might be, but I enjoy it when I play it. Like, for instance, today I get accused from our uh, administrative assistant gal. She goes, oh, you play that that game. That's why you want to go home. And I'm like, I haven't really played WoW in like two months. So don't accuse me of going home and playing nerdy games, you know. So, but at the same time, I'll probably, you know, I don't, I don't back down from that anymore because it's a fun game and I enjoy it when I'm in the game playing. So that's my change. I mean, that's what, what I've looked at in that and how I've changed. I've changed, you know, a lot of stuff. What about you? Well, the biggest thing overall is that when I first started, I was very antisocial. Really? Yeah. Um, first thing is I mostly avoided other people. Um, I would turn down help if someone offered help. I, I didn't like grouping with people. Um, and yeah, and even if someone said, hey, you're over in Red Ridge. Do you want some help? Mm, no, I'm good. Did you think they had ulterior motives? No. no? I just didn't want to group with anybody. Yeah. Just want to do my own thing. Um, also, I never did any dungeon or raids, partly because of that. I just didn't want to group with people. I remember the first time I did a dungeon was Dead Mines. Right. And when I was done, I was like, oh, I hated that. I hated being in a group for an hour. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I wanted to do my own thing. I hated having to stay at the group. The first one I did, I loved. I think it was Dead Mines as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it. I don't know. And the thing I like, I think the reason I loved it, because I was on a PvP server. And it was somewhere. I was too. But it was somewhere I could go for an hour and not have to watch my back. Oh, yeah. that's There's that. Um, I also use the mouse only. Which just, just baffles me. Clicked on everything. Well, that was when I first started. Um, another thing that's just really funny, I thought the fair price to put an item up on Auction House, like if I drop, if something green dropped, was somewhere in between the vendor sell price and the vendor buy price. Because my logic was... Okay, you're selling to another player, so you're taking out the middleman. So, fairly, it should be somewhere in the middle of those two prices. I've made you a lot of gold, haven't I? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, of course, it doesn't make sense when you realize that just because it has a vendor buy price doesn't mean it's actually sold by a vendor. They just put that there because it's four times the vendor buy price. Mm. There you go. I don't know how much money I would have lost. How much money I lost in the beginning. I remember getting five gold and just thinking I was just rich. <laughs> well, I remember when when uh, I started playing on the Horde server with you guys and created Diakono. And then our buddy, um, oh, I can't think of his character name now. But he like comes up and he goes, here. And he gave me like 500 gold. Right. And I was just like, sweet. <laughs> of course, I turned around and I invested the 500 gold and like started to you know, play the auction house and pretty much doubled it real quick. And I'm like, no, he's like, he came up to me a week later. He goes, you need more money? I'm like, uh, no, man, I'm good. <laughs> so. All right. The other thing was I hated criticism or even advice. Really? Yeah. I mean, no one likes criticism, but, you know, if someone were to say something kind of nasty to me. In group or in party, it just, it bugged me. A lot of times I would like, you know, not just quit playing, but I would log out. 
So just get mad. But yeah, I also hated advice even because when I was starting at kind of playing a rogue, um, my hubby would always try to advise me what a better spec or I remember better this. gear, and I didn't like that. Especially like because he didn't play a rogue, and I didn't understand how he got off thinking he could give me advice. He never <laughs> played a rogue, but he spent so much time reading the forums. I'm sure right. he knew a lot better than I did. Um, I always had very low DPS. Especially as a uh, level 70 for that stretch and trying to do heroics or even just regular dungeons. Um, we would always get to a point where we just weren't quite getting the dungeon and go, oh, the DPS is too low. And I'd be like, that was always subpar. If they don't blame the DPS, they blame the tank for not being able to hold aggro. Or the healer. I, I've been blamed as a healer before. Everybody blames everybody else. Yeah. But it's interesting. It's all, whenever they, whenever it's the heels, it's always one person blaming the healer and everyone else saying, no, you're stupid. <laughs> it's usually the DPS who blames the healer. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Also back then, I didn't care about leveling fast or getting gear. And when Burning Crusade came out, I was still, I wasn't high enough to use it yet. And when I hit about level 58, 59, I was still in Silithus instead of going out lane where I got a bunch of much better experience. And better gear. Yeah, better you get gear. get better drops. Yeah, and getting gear, a lot of times, honestly, I'd make my decision on what looked better. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I've done that before. Yeah. For the longest time, I wouldn't wear uh, anything that wasn't like a like a robe for for my warlock. It wasn't cool, wizardly-looking, warlocky-looking thing. I don't want that. See, I couldn't. If I was playing a male character, I couldn't do any of the clothy stuff. I don't like the dresses on the guys. They're not dresses. They're robes. Cloaks. Not dresses. They look like dresses. They're not dresses. You tell yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> and now, as a seasoned WoW player, um, I will always accept help when offered. And if somebody asks for help in guild and I'm not doing anything and I'm not planning on going to bed anytime soon, I will do whatever I can. Because I look at guild rep building just as important as building rep with any other faction. That's cool. Yeah. And I always do dungeons raids really as often as possible, but only as long as it's beneficial. And that if I'm on Freckle Face right now and someone says, hey, let's go do UK, I'm going to say no. Right. Because right now I don't see a point to it. Unless it's a guild run. You're helping out a lobby or something. Sure, helping out a lobby and then it's helping. But you know. And now I use the keyboard Good. to cast a lot of my spells. It's still a little harder with my rogue having to get up close to people. Yeah, I guess if you are using the mouse to run and move around? or No, I'm using the keyboard to move around. Um, see, I use, well, I use a trackball. Oh, see, I don't have that. So I use a trackball. So I, my movement is done normally by uh, the mouse. But if when I when I get into combat, then I use keyboard because as a caster, you don't move a lot. Out of the green goo. Yeah, and now when I get a green item, I know how to find the market value either through auctioneer or just or Wowhead, mm-hmm. or I can. I generally have a sense of would this be valuable or not? Because I can look at the stats, I can look at the level, and I can say, okay, why would somebody want this? How much do you think they'd pay for it? You know, I can generally guess a lot better rather than just going with what I used to have. Oh, let's just pick a number between <laughs> the vendor sell and vendor buy. Let me guess. Um, four gold. No, I have good guesses. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a good guess. I don't know who I was selling. You know, you talk about. Um, and now I I still don't like criticism necessarily. I mean, who does? But n- I will take advice better, and I will go on forums. I'll go find websites. I will use somebody else's all their calculations on mm-hmm. how to do stuff best, and I will take that instead of just no, I'm going to do the way I want to. Do you ever ask them like well, if someone goes like your DPS stings? Do you ever go well, really? What would you advise me to do? You ever say that? You know, throw it back at them? No. I tried that once. I went, learn your role. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, learn your class. Uh, okay. Yeah, but I also use recount, so 
True. I know if it's low. Mm. I don't have to just worry about it and wonder. Yeah, and that was the other thing, too. You don't need somebody else's opinion. Yeah. You know. I know. Now, with my mage, I had gotten to the point where if we would do, and I was doing randoms a lot, if at the end of the dungeon I opened recount and I wasn't at the top, there'd be something wrong. <laughs> I was either doing something wrong or I just ended up with like an uber geared other person. Um, Freckle Face is still, well, at the moment, I still haven't figured out really have to, how to maximize her DPS with the new patch. But I know, but I know the steps to take. I know that there, you have to find, the rotation, you have to make macros so that you can use all your cooldowns as much as possible. You have to get the correct glyphs. You have to get all the correct gear. And when you're fighting, you have to really focus and get as many, get as much damage done in a short amount of time. Right. So, I'm much better at that. And last thing is, everything I do now is goal-oriented in that... I'm not going to, right now, I'm not going to do randoms for the sake of doing randoms. I have to have a goal in mind that I want to get to, to be able to do it. I'm not just going to be like, oh, I'm bored. Let me go quest here. It's like, well, what, what's the point of that if I'm already 80? Okay, well, I'm trying to get this achievement, which gives me a title for doing 3,000 quests. All right, I'll do that. I'll work towards that. But I don't do something without working towards something. Makes sense. Yeah, so that's a big difference. Um. I don't know. I mean, I, I I had such a noob feeling for the longest time when I played the game. And I think I still have that every once in a while. Yeah. Like, especially when they change stuff like like they just did. I was really comfortable before, then he, and now I'm, huh. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's things that I still haven't done, and I know I'm not in the same game as those people who have done ICC on heroic mode, and I know I'm not at that level, but at the same time, I know that I will not because that's not... My play style, right? That I enjoy. I may get there one day though, but I'm no, I'm in no rush to do that. Yeah, and going back and doing things like Black Temple, you know, makes me realize if I wait till I'm 85, and then it's a little easier to go back and do Ice Crown, I can still enjoy the content all the same. It might not be as you know nearly as challenging. I think it will be. I think I definitely think it will be because it is not that much difference in five levels. Well, you never know. I just well. Here's what I think. There's so many people right now who aren't able to uh, get to the end game content because their gear score isn't high enough or whatever that Blizzard is going to use this nice expansion with Cataclysm to, yeah, people are going to get to 85. They're going to get better gear simply from the quests that they're doing and, and the other stuff they're going to be doing a lot in, in, in Cataclysm. And that will enable them to go back and do the end game content. Con- that will enable him to do the end game content for Lich King, but it's still going to pose a challenge for him. It's still going to be enjoyable. It's not going to be a breeze. It's not going to be a walker. It's not going to be like you're 80 and doing ZF. Oh, yeah, I understand that. Which is still one of my favorite instances. And, you know, we did get a question on Facebook that kind of relates to this a little bit where, um, you know, I posted a little thing for people to ask their questions on Facebook. And uh, Nick asks, What's your favorite dungeon or raid and why? So kind of, you know, what was your favorite then and what was your favorite now is how I'm looking. Like before, I really liked ZF. Just the the mechanics of it I liked. It was the first one that really had, for me, you know, any kind of mechanics in it. You had to have someone with a hammer to call the dragon to do this and do all that. So it was really cool for me. And I really liked the steps. You know where you had to fight the people on the steps? And then they turned on you at the end? Yeah. Um. It was really cool for me because that was really the first time I could use a lot of AOE and just kind of go AOE crazy on people. So I was really felt like I was needed as a as a, as a warlock in that one. And it was also one of the first um, uh, first instances or dungeons, whatever that I could use a lot of my I could use my succubus for crowd control as well because he kind of needed some crowd control in that one. People would always be like sheep the third guy or you know seduce this one. So right, and now. Um, Forge of Souls, I think it's my favorite. I think it's my favorite. That's the yeah. one with the floating head at the end, yeah. right? Yeah. It reminds me of the Doom boss back in the day. It's fast, too. I think that's why I like it. I really like doing stocks as a higher level. I just love it because, you know, you run in, you aggro everything, oh, yeah. and you get all this huge mob of guys around you, and then 
they all die at once. Right. So you that do that fan done, of blades or whatever you do on them. Yeah, whatever. They can, everyone has an AOE now, pretty much. Point is, you get, it's fun to be able to do everything in like, you know, two to four poles. And then when they're dead, they, they make the, uh, sound all at once. <laughs> and so like, I'm sitting there, my short little gnome, and I have this ring of dead men at my feet. So you feel empowered. Yes. It just, it makes me giggle. That's a scary it. statement. <laughs> <laughs> so that, so that's then and, well, what about way back in the day? What was your favorite back then? You say now you like running that one. Well, I never ran it oh, when so I was that run. level. Yeah. I'm talking back in the day, like even level 60. Okay. So what do you like running 70. now? What do you run? What do you mean? If, if I said, hey, let's go run a dungeon mm-hmm. just for fun, what would you want to go do? I wouldn't do? run any of them. What if it was just me? As a little for girl, fun? Yeah. Okay, we're helping out a little bit guilty who needs to run a particular dungeon. You say, okay, let's go run. There's Well, actually, none of the none of the dungeons... I think are fun right now. You want to run Oculus, don't you? The only reason I like Oculus is because there's a chance of a mount. Right. And every time I get excited, like maybe I get a mount, but it's not the actual dungeon. And all of them, like when I go in and I do specific, I just go what's shortest. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. And when I did a Black Temple, I ended up in this place called Den of Mortal Delights. And there's all these concubines. Nice. And... Other like there's all these women. And I just went there. I was like, you know what? I really wish I was on my rogue and I could just stealth around and look at everything <laughs> instead of just going through and killing everything. See, that's why I'm going to beat you to 85. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> we will see. So, Nick, thank you for the question. Yeah, I like that. Do you have a favorite raid? Favorite raid? I don't think I've been on enough raids yet. You've done Nags, you've done VOA, you've done, have you done Aldor? I do like Aldor with yeah, the vehicles, but yeah. only the first part. I do like VOA, the big book that's outside, that's uh, Archivon's journal. Oh, yeah, yeah, That yeah, makes yeah, me laugh. Yeah. I like that. I think it's neat. So, you know, I don't have any intro music to the next Top X, so. I have to work on that. I got this. So you backed up again. I didn't back up. I flinched. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's all I have. So this is a new little thing I want to do. I want to try to do this every week, and we'll see. We'll have to, like, toss it back and forth so you can do some some weeks, and I'll do some of it some weeks. Whatever. See, I still don't even know what you're talking about. It's so. the top X. No, I like your – like, your, this is the show notes. You'll have to wait for the show to hear my list. Caps lock. Ha, 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 ha. Pwned. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it's because you, you have access to the show notes all, all day. Which point? That I wanted to make this like a... So you're going to surprise me. Yeah. All right, surprise me. All right. What you got? Top 10 things you never want to hear from a gnome. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Number 10. I'll take the big guy. Because he's a gnome. (laughs) 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 All right, keep going. Don't need that after everyone. No, don't do that. All right. Number nine. My other tune's a gnome, too. (laughs) Okay, stop that. All right. Number eight. I got main heels. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) hey, that won't be true after the expansion. You know that. that. That's true. You're going to have your gnome paladins. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Number seven thing that you never want to hear in a, uh, that you don't want to hear from a gnome. Do these gloves make my hands look big? <laughs> That's good. Why are you looking at me like that? Before? All right, the number uh, five thing that uh, you never want to hear from a gnome. Hey, another gnome in the group. Awesome. <laughs> Why are you afraid like, they're gonna make gnome no, babies? No, there's like two gnomes in the group. It's worse than one. Uh... <clears throat> The number four thing you never want to hear a gnome say is, don't worry, I soul stone myself in case we wipe. Like, that's like a double, that's like a warlock gnome. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> number three, want to wrestle? No, no wrestling. And she's just going to step on them? No, it's, nah, you're so sheltered. <laughs> number two, heal me. 
because nobody wants to heal. No, get And the number one thing that you never want to hear from a gnome is, what kind of shampoo do you use? It smells lovely. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that from the very first thing. I was like, oh, I'm going to say it. Nope, that's one of the things I'm going to hold off. (laughs) And there you go. That's the top ten things you never want to hear from a gnome. Wow. Is that rough? (laughs) Another thing you don't want to hear? Okay, go for it. No, was it rough? Each week, HearthCast gives its listeners tips to help them buy, sell, trade, or otherwise make money on the in-game and remote auction house in World of Warcraft. All brought to you for free by your gnomish hosts, Root and Freckleface. I'm still laughing about that. (laughs) All right. You know, Freckleface already alluded to this. Are you going to give you a psychological advantage in the auction house? And we're going to go over a quick guide on how to price your items to give yourself that psychological advantage over your competition. And this is kind of a sales and marketing type thing. That's kind of what I do in life. The number seven works really well. People like the number seven. Now, studies have shown that people are more likely to buy something that is $19 and 97 cents versus $19 and 99 cents. Really? Yeah. And the reason is they think that when they see that 1999, they think that, man, you know, the only reason is price is 1999. And so they can say it's under 20 bucks. It's less than $20. It's 1999. That's the only reason they have to leave that penny off so they can say that. But then they see the 1997 and they think that there's actually some, deep thought and work and you know oh they had to come up to this price they've really calculated it you know they've calculated the cost of the goods and so they think that there's a lot of work behind that price because it's not 19.99 and in the big grand scheme of things a little two cent it's nothing copper yeah cent and copper whatever but that same thing will work on the auction house if you price something and end your price in a seven People think that you're actually spending time and knowing what you're putting your prices at, as opposed to just taking like auctioneer suggested price for it and just throwing it up there. What I'll do is when I, I'll take auctioneer suggested price and I'll put a seven on the end. And it might be a couple copper more, a couple copper less than what it was. But at that seven, it tends to stand out, and psychologically, people who look at prices. Now, not everybody looks at prices. We know this. Some people just buy because they're, they're there to buy. They don't care about the price. They need whatever the item is. They're going to buy it, and they're going to go use it. But for those people who actually look at the pricing, that seven helps you as the seller out a ton. So your homework this week, see, because I'm, I'm like teaching a class now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shout-out to Resident Evil there. <laughs> is to actually go there and uh, go to the auction house and and put up some prices and use the seven, use a law of seven on there. And you will see that you'll, you'll have some people buy it out just because they think that you, you get the perception of being, of being smarter. Like, you know what you're doing. I will try it this week. You will try it this week. I will. All right. Well, you try it this week and you tell me exactly uh, how that works for you. And I think it'll work good. I really do. Look well. Looking for fail. Tales and recounts of epic fails in the world of Warcraft. Everything from bad pulls, poor choices, in-game mechanics, bugs, and glitches. This fail is for you. Hey, Freckleface. What's that? We're going to do a little bit of um, kind of like role-playing here. Ooh, okay. Um, I hang out in some different IRC channels. Uh-huh. And some of them happen to be WoW-related. And I was hanging out in one today, and this conversation took place. So in our show notes here, you see where where Destiny, she said her name was Destiny, not Destiny, but Destiny, because she's a female gnome. She sounds retarded. Well, she will even more. And that's not why I want you to voice her, (laughs) but just so we have a little bit of interaction here. So your part, you're going to play the role of Destiny, or Destiny. 
Okay. No, don't do the voice. Yes. No. This is my woman voice. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> it got lower. I know. Can you do it in, in your goblin voice? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So we're, we're in the RSC channel and we're talking about whatever. And then Destiny uh, starts in with this. So go ahead. Wow. It's so sexist. You're really going to use that voice? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. So take two. Wow. It's so sexist. Uh, in, in what way? People never want women in their groups. Okay. It's true. They don't. Don't you ever see them looking for women? No. What do you mean? It's always looking for men. Looking for two men. Looking for one man, then good to go. You lost me. I, I've never seen that. You've never seen LFM? How long have you played? He, 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 really? LFM doesn't mean looking for men. It means looking for more. And then there's a pause. It was like a dramatic pause. I could have paused myself instead of you saying it. Okay. Really? LFM doesn't mean looking for men. It means looking for more. Uh, OMG, I feel so stupid. And then I put a little smiley face there. <laughs> so, yeah, this um, Dust Tiny actually thought LFM meant looking for men. <laughs> I think someone's spending too much time on Craigslist. <laughs> You're right there. <laughs> <laughs> So. <laughs> did you tell her that? No, I did oh, not. You I should have. Oh. I could have called her out right then and there, huh? Mm. <laughs> I know those personals are Craigslist, yeah. <laughs> you looking for men. Uh, that, that was good. That's pretty. It's a little. So it's not really in-game fail, but it's it's related to the game, so it qualifies yeah. as a fail. You know, in-game fail I had was we were in Forge of Souls. One of my favorite. Your favorite instances, yeah. yeah. And they were giving the tank a hard time. They are complaining he wasn't keeping aggro. I thought he was doing fine. I mean, I was healing. Nobody was dying. So it was fine. I mean, really, when you're the healer, like, it's really kind of your call to just be like, okay, this tank kind of sucks or not. Because you're the one that's aware of who's dying and who's not. Okay. Okay. Um, so they kicked him out. I voted no. Still got kicked anyways. The t- the new tank that comes replace him after what, ten minutes or more? Wow! Because you need time. a tank, and you always have to wait a long time yeah. for a tank. Um, he says, "Little chipper, hey guys, just want to let you know I'm kind of new at tanking. Oh, no. <laughs> so just bear with me, kick." <laughs> and I voted no, but I was so sad. This poor guy just came in and did exactly what we've talked about. You should do if you know if you're. If you know you're new, communicate. Let them know. Communicate. Let people know ahead of time, and that's all he said. And just, just forge of souls. It's I not know. That I know. That's messed and up. And was dumb because I'm like, all right, I'm out. So that group obviously dissolved, whereas we were already almost halfway done. Yeah, it's fun is when jerks. you get into like you're in a group and either somebody gets kicked out or has to leave or whatever, and you're like almost at the boss, and you have to wait for somebody else to come back in. And then they come back in, and the new person goes like, all right, what happened here? Yeah. What am I getting myself into? Yeah. <laughs> Why did the last tank leave? Yeah. <laughs> or what happened to the healer? <laughs> they always want to know, what's the backstory? Yeah, what's your baggage? Yeah, what's the baggage? So so you guys, did, did you get back in a group to finish up? No. <sighs> I got in, well, I got into my group. Uh, but you did finish up Forge of Souls no. eventually? No. No, I left that group. Oh, okay. So you get, yeah. yeah. So you fell apart. It's their fault. It's totally. Mean jerk faces. Jerk faces. You know what? What? And about does it for this show. This is episode 50. Wraps it up. 50. 50. It's like half a century. I said it in the beginning. I said half hundred. It's okay. We do want to thank everybody for listening through our 50 episodes. And we hope we have at least 50 more, if not more than that. Don't forget to check out the website over www.hearthcast.com and participate in our show by calling the Hearthcast hotline at 321-558-7637. You can email us, contribute to hearthcast.com. You can use our website submission form. You can do what Nick did and hit us up on Facebook or be like Resident Evil and some others that hit us up on Twitter. 
a lot of ways to get a hold of us. And again, we would like to thank our sponsors of the show, Swag Dog and Tavern Craft. Got awesome steins and awesome shirts. Uh, give them a shout out and a check out. Go visit their websites. Tell them we sent you. And if you like what you heard, please spread the word. Tell your friends and your guildmates. You can rate us on iTunes. And if you link to us from your blog, we'll give you a link back. Until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. For HearthCast.com. HearthCast. It's about World of Warcraft. Take a break from your grind if you have the time to listen to our show. We got gnomes and dwarves and night elves too. And we would like to thank you for listening. For listening. We would like to thank you.